0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Uptime community. We're so glad that you could join us here today. Today is September 19th, the year of our Lord, 2023. My name is Michael Pels, and if you're new here, as Greg usually would say, we're a community of believers that are actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. We want to make this an interactive form. So we do welcome your questions and your comments today. If you don't know who Jesus is, we do encourage you to get to know him today. And here's the bad news. Guys, we've all made mistakes. We're all sinners. We all have fallen short of the glory of God. But the good news is Jesus Christ has paid the penalty of our sin debt. He has purchased us By faith, right? By grace through faith we are saved. It's not of works, lest any man should boast. And when we trust in his finished work, his shed blood, his death, burial, and resurrection on the third day, then we can have life in him eternal. And we don't have to face eternal damnation. But we have eternal grace and love and joy and happiness in the body of Christ to be with Jesus Christ forever. And when this happens and the Lord's Spirit quickens you, you will become rejuvenated and you will want to live for Him. You will search the scriptures, right? And it's such an awesome experience and if you haven't placed your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and his finished work and his blood atonement that paid for your sin I encourage you to do that today because I promise you if you just give Jesus a chance he will radically change your life. But today we have brother Bob Barber, Kevin Hochman, and John L the Watchdog but before we get on to that let's start with Bible Gateway the verse of the day from Ephesians 4:29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is the good to the use of edifying, that it may administer grace unto the hearers. And I think it's a really awesome verse of the day. And when I seen that, it reminded me just earlier when I was reading in first Corinthians verse eight one. It says, Now as touching things offered unto idols, we know we all have knowledge, but knowledge puffeth up, but charity Edifieth, or love edifies. And I think that's such an awesome thing that we see that the communication that we want to have proceed of our mouth that edifies is the love of God that comes forth out of us. But I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you guys here today. And um, Brother Bob, we'll kick it off with you, brother. How was your week?
1: My week has been going great. We are uh, basically done with the Feast of Trumpets here. And don't worry, because um, I just put out a video why now I'm learning. It's amazing as you move through this thing that stuff's not, stuff's not, the Holy Spirit doesn't reveal things to you until you get past a point, say like this Feast of Trumpets. We're looking for the rapture resurrection, right? But it didn't happen evidently. So what are we looking for now? We got the rest of the 10 days of all, right? But I just released a video like an hour ago, an hour and a half ago. And I'm not going to try to regurgitate here. Maybe I'll touch on it here and there. You need to go watch it. But the Day of Atonement is a far better candidate for the rapture resurrection. Far better candidate than the Feast of Trumpets. Far better. It will always, in my book, be a better day going forward. Okay? And you need to go watch the video to see why. (laughs) So, heads up.
0: Awesome. How about you, Kevin?
2: All right. Well, um, another great week. Um, I love the feast days in this time. It's so exciting. Uh, There's so many things that are going on in the news. There's so many Watchmen that are watching. There's so many people that are feedback on comments to Watchmen's channels. I mean, it's uh, it's a really exciting time of the year. Uh, You can tell that people um, really... Uh, take it to another level during this this period of time. the watch the watchers, the watchmen community, and the the people who are watching will, along with the watchers. <laughs> it's just a uh, it's an, it's just always fun uh, a fun time to to experience. Um, you can see that in Feed My Sheep today, where there's a lot of people that are donating and uh, and it's just ramped up. I mean, I, I think we're up like fifty percent over the last six months. Uh, just a huge number of new monthly subscribers coming in, which which really is the, the key metric for me when I look at, like, just the, take the temperature of, of the people in the community and the people in the, in the Christian evangelical community. Not, not, not the mainline churches. I'm, I'm talking about the people who are actually evangelical Christians, who spread the word, who spread the gospel, and do it through their, their, their words, their actions, their donations, the fact that people are doing still doing monthly donations and more so than ever before shows that people are going to run this race to the end, right? Mm -hmm. Like you'll get comments every once in a while. It's like, why are you promoting uh, sending money? If the rapture is going to happen tomorrow? Well, we, we are told to occupy until he comes. We are Mm -hmm. told to be the salt of the earth. We are told to run the race to the finish if we stop now, that's not the finish. The finish is when we're taken for us, right?
0: Amen. Even
2: for those who are left behind, they're still going on. So the things that we're doing now will carry over into the tribulation. So this is no time to stop. And I love that like ninety-nine point nine percent of this community is not stopping. And that Amen. Uh, it's just it's it's an awesome thing to see.
1: You have to exactly. go full throttle, Kevin. Yeah. It's full throttle, time for full throttle. All hands on deck. All right. The Bible says that you know, blessed is that servant that is working when his master returns. If there's any Amen. time for you to go full throttle, it's now. Yeah. I totally agree. Now it's a prime course. If all you're on, really, yeah. really
2: close to all something on. and you know you're close to something, you don't stop, right? Let, let, let's, say, so let's say you're you're in that race, right? You're actually running yep. a race and you're seeing people next to you and that finish line is right there. You can touch it, but you know that you can't just coast because they'll all go by you. So you got to go all the way and put your head forward and ram right through it. And Lean into exactly it. What's
0: going yeah. on right now. Exactly. <laughs> and um, man, to feed my sheep, guys, that's such a blessing. And to be someone who's personally... Able to go out and to do so much for so many. I can't wait to share. Just keep an eye on the channel. I got tons of footage moved over to my computer. I got probably about a 100 gigs worth of sift through and edit through. And then I'm going to start pumping some more stuff out for you guys very soon. And I just want you guys to know it's amazing to see the impact that it has on people's lives. And if you think it's just going somewhere into the ether, it's not. It's going to real... Flesh and blood, human beings, God loves these people and they need help and they need to have hope. And for them to see that people still care about them is absolutely priceless. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely time to push in full throttle. And real quick, uh, watch dog, before I get to you, I just wanted to actually touch base on this. And I know we've seen, We've seen watch days, you know. We we just passed the Feast of Trumpets, and we're we're now looking towards uh, Day of Atonement. But talking about the race, and I was talking to Brother Greg about this earlier. When I was in the army, and before I could actually run, right, and everything was really difficult, one of the the biggest pieces of advice that they would give you was to set goalposts. So because it's so difficult, it's so taxing, the journey so strenuous and you can't think about, oh, I got 10 miles left to go in this in this race, so to speak. So you look down right in front of you and, OK, you know, a quarter of a mile away, I see a goalpost and you just zero in on that and you just keep pushing and pushing. You lean forward into it, just like Brother Kevin said, and you keep pushing. And when you hit that goalpost. If that's not your time to end, because there's times when you run, guys, and (laughs) they don't tell you when to stop. And then you keep – you set another goalpost. You keep pushing. You push. And it's, it's, it's exhausting, but we need that. We are finite beings that are so fragile. And it's the Lord that keeps us and sustains us and gives us the strength. But I can absolutely say be encouraged because Paul does talk about us running the race, you know, and we need to lean into it as hard as we can and um we can't make it without him anyways but it's him that also carrying us through so let's finish strong but uh brother watchdog let us let us know how your week's been going man hey good evening everyone
3: yes uh, john or the watchdog is good um uh, yeah and you can put my email address there for those who wants to uh the week was great Um, The week was super great in Jesus' name because we have that uh, everyday little uh, uh, Bible study. I say little, but we figure an hour, but most of the time we expand to 90 minutes and it did happen two hours. Uh, We like that. And uh, it's a small group, uh, not too many people. Sometimes it's under 10, but that's okay. Uh, and also i do under i do answer questions on the skype for those who skype me and they w- were requesting some information so overall my week was pretty good and uh, i really enjoy the uh all the the videos that i'm watching from you guys um, it's so much input and uh, i really enjoy it and i praise god for the work you do because it it does help me a lot to understand few things that I might have missed, <laughs> but uh, I really enjoy that. Amen.
0: Amen. And I agree with you, brother, because
3: one thing that I've learned,
0: and I'm sure we've all learned this, is that we're all a part of a big beautiful body and not one ministry necessarily is going to look like another god's using each and every one of us individually perfectly for his body for his will and his purpose and some are excellent at covering the the feast days the end time events and you know that is so awesome and it's so edifying because for us that aren't so Um, well versed in something of that nature it's helpful for us right and then there's some out there who hold bible studies of a different nature there's people out there who are evangelizing witnessing it's just the conglomerate it's the body as a whole that's just so beautiful and um just makes me excited when we're all going to be with the lord and as a perfect and one mind (laughs) because sometimes the body gets a little dicey I'm sure you guys are aware of especially when it does come to covering the, the prophetic events of so the things
1: that are happening mm-hmm. especially with so much going on you know mm. let's face it there's a lot going on right brother John there's a lot going on let's start Crazy. with the celestial signs in heaven we got the revelation 12 sign that thing is on fire that thing is on fire right now Kevin that thing is tearing it up right now that thing is going through the process of showing us the potential rapture/resurrection event this year. Now, nothing happened on the Feast of Trumpets, but as I was going through the video I'm making, well, I made today, that's already up, and you can watch it. Um, the one thing that the Lord showed me that this Revelation 12 sign is again yet another sign. It's, the rapture/resurrection is not going to happen when this sign takes place. It's another sign for a future event, and I don't, don't want to hear that. But let me finish. Well as he showed me that, then I started thinking to myself, okay, it's a sign. Alright, so the rapture resurrection did not happen. Alright? Maybe it could happen tonight, but let's say if it doesn't. Okay? Well, by the time the Day of Atonement comes, that sign will be done. Okay? Everything. The child's going to be gone. Okay? Nishimura is going to be up in the boat. Okay? A lot of stuff's going to be gone. Okay? What was that? Did that not mean anything? Did that happen on accident? No. It was a sign. Now, If you guys driven down the highway, have you ever seen a sign? You say you're going to Indianapolis, like me, for example. Indianapolis, 160 miles away. Okay, that was a sign for that Indianapolis was coming for me. Now, thing is, the Revelation 12 sign 2017 was that sign, 150 miles away, Indianapolis. The Revelation 12 sign that we are seeing this year right now is Indianapolis next exit. Okay, it's still a sign. It's a quarter mile sign. Get into the right lane. Your exit's coming up. Get over now. Okay. Get in the lane. Final sign. We all get a final sign before we get off the exit. Okay. And I think that's fair because that sign woke up a lot of people. I mean, the the, the, the elements of that sign are making it into the mainstream media, especially Nishimura. Okay. Is making it into the mainstream media. So the, now the mainstream media, you got rabbis and the rabbis in Israel, they're all getting on board now. All right. They're all watching that stuff. All right. You know, what, you guys are late to the party. <laughs> we, we've been covering that now for how long? <laughs> but be mm. it as it may, I believe this, Re- I think the Revelation 12 sign we just watched was the final sign telling us, hey, get into the right hand lane. Your exit's coming up. And according to the video I put out, it looks like our exit will be uh, the Day of Atonement or sometime around there. Okay? And like I said, I'll get into that later. But don't be don't be down, everybody. Because mm-hmm. if you go watch that video, I'll, I'll tell you why that the Day of Atonement is a better choice. A far better choice. Just go read Leviticus chapter uh, 25 verses 8 through 10. And you'll figure it out for yourself. Just go read it. You'll figure out, hey... That does sound like a better choice, a much better choice. Be well, you know, in. Greg, the one thing that I, um, Greg, I called
2: you Greg. You're up in the top left. What are you doing over there, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> See, I already messed up, Greg. Sorry about that. Um, but, but, Bob, there's one thing. <laughs> ha, 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 Greg.
1: There's Greg right there. He's yeah, looking. there's Greg
2: in his little thing. Yeah, Thank you. He's um, watching. <laughs> there, there's one thing that you mentioned there that really – Hit me, and that is the fact that these the signs are are there for for a reason, right? And that they they're they're not the signs aren't necessarily the off ramp; they are the path leading you to the off ramp, right? I mean, back in twenty seventeen, when the revelation, hey, there you are, the revelation one and that... two sign hit a lot of us. Believe, you know, we're prepared or preparing people for just in case Revelation 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 were going to hit simultaneously or right after each other very mm-hmm. quickly, right? So we saw Revelation 1, and, uh, 1, 12, 1, and 2 coming into fruition. And at that point, we all went, we all read ahead and went, hold on a second here. Wait a minute. In, chap- in verse number five, there's this word, Harpazo. <laughs> and 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 all of our ears went boom. <laughs> hold on a second. Uh, let let let's let's look at this a little bit closer. And then we started reading about the man-child and the child being caught up to God in His throne. And we're like, hold on a second here. Um, that this is a parallel to what we could be experiencing here very very soon, where we see this sign in the heavens a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and we look at it and go, hold on a second, what's next? Well, what's next is you get these stars being cast down and the devil, the dragon, standing before the woman ready to devour the child, but the child's not devoured because the child is harpazo, raptured. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait a minute, we, we're in this cauldron. Even back in 2017, I mean, we all felt like Hey, we, this world is going crazy right now. I mean, we saw the destruction that happened after, um, you know, Trump's inauguration and the, and, and the starting of the, the super decline of the United States and lawlessness and all that stuff. People not getting punished for it. And we're all going, you remember that summer? And it was like hurricane, hurricane. It was Hurricane Joseph, Hurricane uh, Mary. <laughs> and everyone was like, whoa, wait a minute here. What's going on here? And, and that was in August. and A lot of things happened in August of that year, just one month prior to the Revelation 12 sign happening. So we all saw this sign happening and we were preparing and preparing ourselves and preparing everybody else just in case three, four, and five were going to be fulfilled directly thereafter. Um, now, as we know, in hindsight, Just one and two happened, and we were still waiting for three, four, and five. The question is now, is a few months from now, if we're still here, or six months from now, if we're still here, are we going to look back at this time and go, oh, yeah, that was the sign for Revelation 12.3, that the dragon appeared, and that we're waiting now on Revelation 12.4 for the actual swoop and the the stars to come down. Will that happen? to us if we're still here so these kind of signs sometimes you can see them and they only really manifest themselves as you as you pass them and you're like whoa wait a minute that mm. was a big event and yeah, i think we, may, yeah we may see that happen and say revelation 12 3 was fulfilled
3: here during this season mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. any jew personally but i will i I think sometimes I just want to go with my Bible and a telescope and to the synagogue and say what you guys are saying. Please let me know, because these signs are for you guys. And what's happening? Don't you see? Don't you hear? Don't you? please tell me. I'd like to know what they really think, because when they meet together on this, on, on Sabbath, on Friday night. What what they bring up there? They, they, I know they have their prayer. They have their teaching and everything. I've never been in a synagogue, so I don't know. But at mm. one point, somewhere, somehow, some people must talk about it. I mean, I don't know. I wish I wish I could ask a Jew person, a Jew, uh, Jewish person, and say, okay, what do you think about all this? And showing him your, your video and um, uh, I just, I just mean that I'd like to know because this is pinpointing right now, and the last sign is gonna be the bad one, right? When we're gone, bridge out.
1: Right. Thanks
3: for traveling with us.
1: You know, it's funny you mentioned talking, being friends with the Jews. See what they think. You know, I was sitting right, I was sitting right next to this guy or my, mm-hmm. my son's soccer game last Saturday. Okay, and it turns out I talking to him, he's a he, he's a father, one of the kids out there. And he started talking about his church, and they're having this big picnic and stuff like that. So I was like, "So I was like, okay, so you're uh, you go to church? He's talking about the church, okay, great." I was like, "So I was like, so what are your uh, so what are your beliefs about how do you go to heaven? And what are your what, what what's your doctrine about the end times? Okay, well, sure enough, he gives me this whole thing about you know repenting, saying you're sorry, you know confessing your sins and stuff like that. Nothing about the blood." okay and then i was like okay i'm gonna have to correct him with that and what about and the, and what do you think about the zen times well it's like well we know jesus will come back someday you know what? and you know and there, there are some things happening but i don't see him coming back for like probably another 100 years or something like that so i'm like okay so this is a perfect perfect example of like a civilian christian and a military christian Okay, because the military, if you're a military personnel, especially you're higher up, Michael knows about this. You know more stuff than the civilians, yeah. evidently. Okay. Yeah. Something yeah. Is about something bad's about to go down. More than likely, you're gonna know about it before the civilians do. Yeah. Okay. And, and I that's awesome that. About something like, yeah, You know, yep. I'm a, like we're we're like a highly classified, like a general colonels and admirals in the military in, in the military Christian community. Okay, because we can see what's happening, we can we know what's coming upon this world, so I just thought that'd be really, really it was really funny to share that the the mindset yeah. of people who earth how they call themselves believers.
0: Yeah, it's so funny you mentioned that, Bob. But before, well, I guess I'll finish this before I segue over. Um, when we were out, and my wife was witnessing to this one gentleman, he believed in the rapture, which was surprising. And I will say that demographically speaking. I am shocked to find that the majority of the younger generations, like, uh, twenties to thirties are seemingly more receptive with the gospel than the later generations, which I thought was kind of interesting. Hmm. But, um, he, he was saying something about, oh, I know the rapture is coming, but I think we still got like 10 years. And I was thinking, where, where do people get these numbers from? <laughs> like, <laughs> is there like, am I, am I missing out on some kind of handbook with her? <laughs> No, it's like with that number. It's oh, like, okay. yeah, it's yeah where did that t- even come from? Well, but it's something- a common
2: tactic, Michael. It's a common tactic. You got to remember, like Al Gore back in 1988 said that Miami was going to be underwater in, in 2000. So that was 12 years. Mm-hmm. If you recall, AOC, I think it was five years ago, said that the world is going to end in 12 years if we don't do something about climate change. So you, you got to see the tactic. See, the tactic is. 10, 12 years from now uh, is way out there. I mean, in terms of like, you know, any kind of uh, news cycle or anything like that. So if you say 10, 12 years from now, you might as well say 60,000 years from now. (laughs) Because there's no accountability. You see, there's no, there's no, like, like like Al Gore made uh, the inconvenient truth. um, I believe right after that. And and like, why? why, and, And he got praised. He got awards. But Instead, why weren't people saying, hold on a second, Al Gore, in 2000, you said that Miami was going to be underwater and Miami is nowhere close to being underwater. As a matter of fact, there's no change in the water level. What's going <laughs> on here? You know, there was no questioning that because it, it because they had forgotten. Now, remember, Joe Biden in 1988 as well It's the same year as Al Gore in, invented the Internet. Um he, he said, if you recall, he said that as well. <laughs> yeah. Joe, Biden, Joe Biden ran for president and plagiarized a whole bunch of stuff. And then he had to drop out because he yeah. was just, uh, he was caught in just all these lies. And yeah. yet who's the president of the United States right now? The same guy who was kicked out for lying, I guess now is okay. So yeah. it's, it's just a common tactic to like throw things down the road. It, it removes accountability. That's the key. Yeah. It removes personal accountability. If you say that Jesus is going to come back in a hundred years, what you do today is meaningless. There's a hundred years from now.
0: Yeah. It's like, Oh, well I still have time, right? I can still get right. It's okay. I'm just going to go do whatever I want to do. And then we'll have some time here before the end. But, um, Speaking about 12, uh, Revelation 12, three and four. And we're talking about the celestial signs and we, and it talks about the, the dragon that appears mm-hmm. and then his tail drew a third part of the stars. I'm not sure if anyone has looked up into this and you might be like, Michael, you're, you're crazy. This is a stretch, but on October 8th through 9th in the constellation Draco, which means dragon, there's going to be a meteor shower. Mm-hmm. So which kind of gives an appearance, right? of shooting stars. So I thought that was something interesting because it comes on the cusp of the revelation 12 sign. You I know, interesting to too.
1: That. it was uh, Aaron. I was on uh, I was on doing a broadcast with Aaron. It got a minute and he showed me where is the Where does the child end up after the seven years is over? We see the child pass through the uh, revelation 12. Okay. You know where the child ends up? The child ends up in the arm of Orion, holding the uh, scepter in the, in his in his arm. And we'll, who are we in the man-child? A rod of iron, the world with an iron scepter. What? Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's where the child that's ends up. Awesome. Twenty thirty. That's so
0: cool. That's so cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's so many. If you just go to his channel and watch, he does the live streams on there. there are so many nuggets. There's so many him and. Uh, uh, Pastor Patrick from I only Watch, there's just so many of them now. I mean, you could probably make a hundred videos. I'm like, I'm gonna make a video about that. I'm gonna make a video about that. <laughs> and by the time I get ready to make a video about that, a, a better one comes out. I'm just like, ah, yeah, I start doing the outlines for a video. All of a sudden, someone comes along that's better. And I'm like, I make these pictures and graphs and stuff like that. And I never. Even- <laughs> hey,
0: that's why I'm happy for feeding my sheep, brother. <laughs> this, is, this is a hard season to compete in, man. I know It really is. There's so much going on and it's, it's just great to be able to share and go out and talk to people. And just, mm-hmm. it's so interesting getting that bead on society. And, and um there's a lot of people that don't want help out there too, which I find um mm. it's just, it's just amazing. The times that we're living in.
2: Here, here's truth, though, is that six years after Revelation 12, 1, 2, there are a lot more people doing charts. There are a lot more people doing videos. There are a lot more people with YouTube channels talking about Revelation 12. There are a lot more people following people who are who are looking at that in terms of uh, and making comments. I mean, it is ramped up so exponentially over the last six years that you know, revelation 12 back in 2017 woke up a lot of people okay and a lot of people started getting a lot more active in the watchman community and started mm-hmm. making channels of their own and started looking and started um you know posting uh comments on other people's channels it, revelation 12 has has changed a lot of people's minds about where we're at in the timeline uh, of the end times as well these signs are, are causing people to look at things and saying, hold on a second, that's a little dis- different perspective than what I, I thought before. There's a lot of people who were not watching before the, the Revelation 12 sign that started watching then and that have not stopped, just simply have continued to watch and even more so as the years go by because we can see the day approaching even more so now than we did just six years ago.
0: Oh, yeah, it's amazing it really is. And I find it encouraging. And again, I, I love it when everyone, especially brother is out there and making all his videos and it's just, it's encouraging. I, I love to hear it. I love to see it. And I've, I'm not an expert on eschatology. I've, you know, I do my best to, to hang in there, but, uh, yeah. you know, I, I'm just a, a guy that loves the, preach the gospel, and, and try yeah. to share everyone the love of Jesus Christ. But, man, I have great respect for you guys and your attention to detail. It's it's yes. insane.
3: And all these people are watching all these video shorts or long video, whatever. They all go to bed with one thing in mind. What if this Bible is true? You don't know because yes, we are we bring the gospel first Corinthians 15, 1 to 4 and everything. But what if God use your videos of all this and hook somebody and say, Hmm, I'm gonna start reading now because I think something is going on. So they all go after watching this, they all go to bed at night and thinking about it. And I'm sure that there is people like uh which pastor said that? I think Breakers uh, said it once. Uh, like with the, the Webster 1828, just by reading it, you can come to the Lord. And that's not the Bible. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because there is so many verses. So what if by watching the, these video somebody get hooked up and say, okay, I want to learn more about Jesus, and then the gospel come and it's just a rolling stone, right? And they, they can get involved and in programs and stuff like this with you guys. And that's amazing because everything has to be used right now. Any tools that we have, we must use it because the time is short. And I wouldn't use the word short. I would use the time is now.
1: right. Yeah, it's definitely uh, time is short. And, you know, like I was saying, um, we just went to the Feast of Trumpets and this atonement coming up. Is such an incredible time to watch for the Rapture Resurrection. Yes. And I'll, I'll give you guys a few tidbits from the video. Okay. Um, first of all, I have to establish the fact that we are in a Jubilee year this year. that. Okay. We are in a Jubilee year for this reason. And I, I go into all a bunch of stuff in the video, but I'm going to give you some of the reasons I use that builds up to the fact that we're in a Jubilee year right now. Uh, in fact, uh, first of all, uh, we established, uh, Dr. Berry established, and Aaron, went going back, they established that, that um, Abraham was born in 1948 B.C., okay? Corporate Israel was born in 1948 A.D., so you have that. So it starts there, but it continues. And then Abraham was called out to serve the Lord at 75 years of age. 75 years of age. Israel, if the tribulation starts this year, they are being called out to serve during Daniel's 70th week. Okay, so Abraham was called out at 75 to face the Lord. Now, Jacob, Israel, can be called out at 75 years of age to face the Lord, Daniel's 70th week, if that happens this year. Okay, you have 1973, actually uh, going back, nineteen. Uh, um, Abraham, he had to wait 25 years for the birth of his son Isaac, for that miracle to take place. Okay, what happened to corporate Israel? 1948, 25 years later, the Yom Kippur War, where God delivered them because they were hilariously outgunned and outmanned, surrounded by all their enemies. Okay, so God delivered them 25 years later. And then 1973, when that took place, they established that's a jubilee year. So all you got to do is add 50 years. Now we're in the year 2023. All right. 2023. And what's about to happen? Potentially, the Ezekiel 38 War, a Yom Kippur War 2.0, when Israel, once again, hilariously outgunned, surrounded by their enemies, where God's going to have to deliver them, once again, on a Jubilee year, if it works out that way. So, you guys follow me so far? So, you have all that, okay? So, moving forward, the Day of Atonement this year, this is a Jubilee year, what I just established. So since this is a jubilee year, all you have to do is just go to uh, Leviticus chapter 25, starting in verse 8, 9, 10. It said, Thou shalt number seven Sabbaths of years unto thee, seven times seven years, and the space of the seven Sabbaths of years shall be unto thee forty and nine years. Then shall cause, and here it is, and then shall cause the trumpet Of the Jubilee to sound on the tenth day of the seventh month and the Day of Atonement shall ye make a trumpet sound throughout all your land. That's a big trumpet sound. Okay, that's a big important trumpet sound. But how does that pertain to the rapture resurrection, though? Okay, go to verse uh, 10. And ye shall hallow the fiftieth year and proclaim liberty. What's Liberty. Freedom, okay? Yeah. Throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. And it shall be a jubilee unto you. And ye shall return every man unto his possession. And sh- and ye shall return every man unto his family. Right there. Yeah. Look at it right there, folks. And mm-hmm. ye shall hallow the 50th year. And th- don't tell me this doesn't represent the, the rapture resurrection. Yeah. And proclaim liberty. What happens when we are born, when our body becomes glorified? What Mm -hmm. happens? We are free. And what happens on the day of this last Trump when it goes off? All debts are forgiven. You are completely debt-free. All sin forgiven for us. Mm -hmm. A big Mm -hmm. corporate blanket of forgiveness takes place on this day. And proclaim liberty, freedom throughout all the land, all the inhabitants, and it shall be a jubilee unto you, and ye shall hear it is, and ye shall return every man unto his possession. Right there, every and ye shall return every man unto his possession. Who are who is the body of Christ the possession of? God the Father, Jesus Christ. Okay, we are returned to Him through the rapture resurrection event, and it says here, and ye shall return every man unto his family. Other other translations say that you return every man unto his family and every person ret- returns to their homeland. If the rapture resurrection takes place on this day, it would make total sense to me. Because first you're seeing this big corporate forgiveness of debt. Okay? Mm-hmm. And when the body of Christ and every member in the body of Christ receives a big corporate forgiveness <laughs> of the sin against their flesh, not against our spirits, our spirits are saved the seal. that's done. It's a, it's a forgiveness against all of our flesh, of all those who have died and all those of us who are alive. When that debt is forgiven and taken away from our flesh, what has to happen? Our bodies have to be regenerated, okay? And when that debt is paid, we are regenerated at that point. And that only happens on this day right here when that trumpet goes off. So think about it. If you are a slave back then and it's coming up on this last Trump. We're about a week away from this last Trump on the 50th year, okay? Imagine you're a slave, and when that trumpet goes off, you know that you can walk right off your landowner's land, the, the guy, the person, whoever owns you. You can walk right off there and go right back home to your family and see them once again. You're reunited with your family. Imagine man. how many people will be looking forward to that trumpet going off. Amen. Imagine man, that's so a awesome. That said, man, I got so much debt. Oh, please. When is that trumpet going to go? Yeah. I'm debt free. So you got man. slaves being freed. You got debts being forgiven. You got people returning home. So we, our debts are forgiven against our flesh. That, re- that glorifies all of us. But purchase, possession, the body of Christ is Jesus comes down to the earth to receive his purchased possession because now everything's paid. We're glorified. He meets us in the air, collects us, and takes us home to heaven. There's a picture of the slave returning home. It's like, it's perfect example. Say, for example, you are, you go buy something on layaway. What do you do? You go put your down payment on that product. And then you're like, what do you do? Do you take it home after that? No, you leave it there at the store you put your payment on there, and you continue making your payments on it until the day you walk in there, yeah. make the final payment, and take Love possession it. of it, it and take it home. And that's what's happening. The Lord owns us here spiritually. Yes. But the day is coming where he's going to take possession yeah. of the body of Christ. And there's one verse that shows that to you, and that's in Ephesians 1, 13. It says, And ye also trusted after ye heard... The word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also that that ye believed and ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And then the next verse, it says, which is the earnest. Here's the, here it is, the down payment. All right, we're on layaway. The down payment, which is the earnest of our inherit, inheritance. The earnest is a promise of future performance until the redemption. When you come and make the final payment, take it home. The redemption of the purchased. <laughs> And there, there's the word possession unto the Amen. praise of glory. So the word possession is used here too. Yes. So that's just a few of the things I have in that video, guys. It is a super high watch right now for the Day of Atonement. Anytime between now, anything can happen between now and then, or maybe shortly afterwards. Okay. But like I said, go watch the video because I go into way more information than that. Try to back up. Yeah to here right now <laughs> hey it sounds you know, I, good to me well, yeah, well really you know, people does.
2: gotta go check out that video um wait, you know one, one, one interesting thing one tidbit i mean when you think about it having in a f- jubilee year having the feast of trumpets actually being pushed out 10 days to to be on the day of atonement is a, is a huge deal. I mean, it is, it is like the only feast day that kind of has that kind of weird exception, yeah. you
1: know? Exactly. It's
2: just, it's so strange. It, it's like, wh- where did this exception come from and why? But I mean, the Bible doesn't say like why. It just says in this Jubilee year, this is what happens. And it's like, huh. And you got to wonder, like, is that, is like the big reason for that is because the rapture happens on that day where both those feasts are combined into a mega feast. I mean, I would, yeah.
0: you know, it's, that would just, be amazing.
2: Yeah. It just, it, you just look at it and go, why is that exception there? Now I can understand <laughs> like, Hey, the, the day of atonement is like judgment day, right? I mean, it's where all the debts are, are, are basically, you know, yep. of, well, this is it. And so you're like, okay, so on the Jubilee year, I want the first day of the month the first day of that Jubilee year to be that day where all everything is good. So in order to do that, I got to make the 10th day of the month, really the first day of the month. And so I'm going to do that, (laughs) but I can't change the moon and the sun there because I mean, that's a, that is a pattern that God has set up for history. So he's got to push that first day out to be the 10th and have that be the first like mega day. It's just an interesting concept and an interesting thing. And when you look at how close we are to this and the fact that like, sure, you can do all these calculations and try to figure out what year Mm. Jubilees are. But there's like no historical document that you can look at and go, "Okay, Jubilee years where every single year here it's documented. That's when it was. It's kind of a mystery, which also leads into that whole thing about when is the rapture? Is the rapture on that date? Do we know when the Jubilee is? And it all becomes just a bigger mystery at that point.
1: Well, yeah, here's yeah. the thing, here's the thing, too. You know, you mentioned that Trump right there and and um you just you've just jogged my memory. Well, the other thing I mentioned in that video is the fact that the last trump, there is a last trump at the feast of Trump, where it commemorates the the honors of the feast of trumpet, okay, the taquia Allah. Okay, that trump is blown, but in the jubilee year, all right. That is not the last Trump of the fall feasted days of all. It's actually the first Trump. Okay, it's the first big Trump. The last Trump comes on the Day of Atonement when that Trump is blown, that, that's announced to all the lands like, hey, everybody's just released. Everybody gets to go home. Everybody's free. Big global reset here. That's what that last Trump on the Day of Atonement is. So think about it this way. The last Trump, Paul says that in the moment of twinkle of eye at the last Trump, we shall be changed. OK, that last trump sounds like more sounds to me more like the, the last trump of atonement, because look at it this way. The, 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 the last trump of Feast of Trumpets was the first trump. Then the last trump will be the day of atonement. You can't have the last trump without the first trump. OK, right. and here's the other thing, too. Something to think about that last trump right there is the only last trump mentioned in the Bible that involves big debt release People being freed, people going home, big global reset. Okay. Everybody loved that Trump. But it was only yeah. every once every 50 years. And the fact that, you know, you have 70 to 80 years to live, you know, everybody said, well, at least one, at least you get to experience that last Trump at least once in your life, unless you live to be 100, Okay. But here's the thing about this last Trump, and I'll close with this. You know what makes this last Trump so awesome? This uh this you know what makes this day of atonement so awesome? It's the fact that guess what day it falls on September 27th 927 927 the Daniel yes. 927 agreement. Now yeah. think about this. Let's mm-hmm. say they're trying to put this whole deal together for the SDG summit, all right, the sustainable global development, the 7-year rescue plan. You know, it doesn't take that long to put the I mean it doesn't it takes a long time to put the plan together. It takes a long time to build it, it takes a long time to get everybody together. All right? But It takes one second to confirm it. It takes one second. It doesn't take long to confirm it. All right? So the rapture resurrection can happen at the Day of Atonement, and then right after that happens, the Antichrist could just jump out of the shadow, give it his stamp of approval, and be done. And it's confirmed. Okay? And I think that's what this Global Sustainable Development Summit is getting ready for. Okay? You know, did you guys even know that in the in the UN, I think it wasn't the UN, they got a seat numbered 666 that they're saving yeah. for this guy? Yeah. So they got uh, the yep. seat ready for him and everything. They're just waiting yeah. for the Rapture Resurrection. So, and the deal's ready. The Everything's ready. They're just waiting everything. for the Rapture Resurrection yeah. to happen. So, this yeah, spring, yeah. can jump out and give a stamp of approval, confirm it, and boom, they're off to yeah. the race. It can all happen. In the, one yeah, day.
0: I've, I've heard about seat uh, yeah. 666 as well, but yeah. just well, to kind of the double double back real fast real quick waiting in the wings waiting
2: waiting to come out can't come out why can't you come out because the restrainer has not been taken out of the way (laughs) the antichrist cannot be revealed until the restrainer has been taken out of the way Uh, as soon as the restrainer is taken out of the way then the evil which is in this world and the antichrist which is going to lead that system is going to come to the forefront, reveal himself, and then set up his start setting up the his kingdom uh, to, while he's revealed, declare himself as God in the midpoint. I mean, those things cannot happen, though. None of that stuff. See, that's why they're so anxious, aren't they? There's way that they're, they're they're ready. They're ready for it oh, yes, because they, they know just as well that it can mm. happen at any time and that they have to be ready for it. Satan has to be ready for this. This is his last final well, he's got one more hurrah obviously at the end of the 1000 years where he's loose for a little while and then goes and deceives the nations once again to come against Jerusalem. But th- this is his big push right here. This uh, th- this is he knows he has a little uh, short time and so he's got everything prepared so he can get here. And when he comes, and when that restrainer is removed and taken out of the way, the Antichrist is ready to step right in, reveal himself, and become that 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 leader that Satan, you know, needs in order to mass a force against uh, Christ at, uh, when he returns. So mm-hmm. it, it's not surprising, Bob, that 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 they're ready. What what's what is a little surprising though is that so many people that are that, that are Christians don't realize that that the Antichrist cannot be revealed until we are removed. You see? Because there, there's a lot of a lot of Christians even today are still looking for the Antichrist. They are yeah. looking for the Antichrist to come onto the scene. They're they're guessing who it is. They're saying this looks good. This guy's look good. He's gonna come and and he's gonna do this and he's gonna and we're gonna watch him do that. But we're not looking for the Antichrist people. We're not yeah. going to be here when the Antichrist is revealed. Nope. What's, what's the mm-hmm. point of trying to figure out who the Antichrist yeah. is if we're not <laughs> gonna be on the same planet as that guy at the same looking,
1: time? Looking for the Antichrist is like sitting on a rocky chair, it gives you something to do, but doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah. You know, because you know, looking looking for the Antichrist. I mean, it's cool. I mean it's, it gives people something to do. You know, but you know, looking for the Antichrist. I had this other. Uh, now I can't remember the. Uh, go ahead, brother John. I had this other joke I was going to make about it. Oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I, oh, was yeah. just, I was just going like, to
3: say. I was just going go to say that uh, I'm glad about Titus two uh, two thirteen, looking for the blessed hope a lot of people are these days like second peter 3 3 and 3 4 and what 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 we are doing right now we're just looking up that's it we're just looking up and that 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 is the only thing we're doing is the rapture could be tonight yes could be tomorrow could be but still we have to look up we have to to keep looking up and to keep searching that is for sure the rapture is written in the Bible. In some way, somehow, we just haven't found it yet. That's what yeah. I think. Yeah. What I think.
0: And before before my camera keeps messing up, sorry, guys, about that, but uh, I wanted to talk about a, a verse because Brother Bob was bringing up real quick. Here we go. I got it pulled up here, Greg. And um, he was talking about the redemption of the purchased possession. And the, to me, this is like, I just love hand and glove scriptures right and um it says what uh first corinthians 6 19 mm-hmm. through 20 what know you not that your body is the temple the holy ghost which is in you which you have of god and you are not your own for you are bought with a price therefore mm-hmm. glorify god in your body and in your spirit which are gods so guys it's just it's all over the place when we are purchased when you have faith in the finished work and the blood atonement of jesus christ you when you're sealed you don't even belong to yourself anymore. You belong to God. So, I mean, that's just... It's just a, that in a nutshell. But talking about... I know this is a little off-kilter here, but Brother Bob was talking about the Jubilee, and um, I had a friend, Brother Conrad, a.k.a. Mighty Igor, in the chat. He showed me this interesting christening of a new Carnival Jubilee ship that's actually... And it reminded me of... The Ark, right, as the days of Noah, and I was like, man, ain't that kind of strange that they're actually naming this new ship that's been that came out this year, the boat or the Ark picture, a Jubilee vessel. I was like, man, these are the kind of things like the the SDG and the bricks and all the different signs that are all over the place, and I don't even know if you guys remember the guy who got swallowed by a whale a couple of years ago when people used yeah. to say that was impossible. You remember that? And it's, uh, it's just amazing to see the times that we're in and how I think yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's the writings on the wall. It's, it's absolutely there. And people will want to bury their head in the sand, but that's just, that's not going to help. No. You know, it's God's mercy and grace that he's showing us not only the signs, but the, the tribulations, the little yeah. ones that are already emerging in the world, because let's face it without, a lot of us without that pressure cooker, without that fire, we just won't move. We won't, we won't act. We, we're creatures of comfort. You know, we all have the old man. We don't like, we don't like, you know, we're all creatures of the patterns and we don't like to do new things yeah. and change. And it, mm-hmm. it, it's amazing what God's allowing to happen, especially for the body. To wake up and to recognize the time to try to throw out life preservers to other BOCs and and the lost. And speaking about what Bob was talking about way at the very beginning, do we just want to be like Jonah, right? And just every opportunity that we have that that gives us a little bit more time, and obviously these goalposts are going to come to an end. Do we want to be like Jonah and just just sit up on a hill somewhere and looking down, you know, at the Ninevites and be like, I don't care about them, forget them. I just I just want to go home. <laughs> you know? yeah. I want my suffering to end. It just seems so, yeah, not very kind and loving. But we you yeah. know we do know in this time frame the love of many is gonna grow cold. And um, let's yeah. not be like that though. So every moment that we have, every goalpost that we may reach. And breach, I say that we use it as another means to lean harder into Jesus and lean harder into our brothers and sisters who are lost. Because that's, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus died for all of us.
3: So we, we must run sure we that race. That. We must run that race and make sure we bring as many people as we can. We we were talking, a lot of people are looking at us, maybe new people tonight. I know there's a bunch of new people and they say, "What are they talking about?" Revelation twelve sign right after chapter four. There is no more Christian on the earth, and everything. Revelation is like a thousand leaves cake. All all leaves are matching or going with other perspective. It's not a. It's Revelation is not a book from cover to cover, and that you read like a novel. There is all kinds of stuff that sign and. And uh verses that match other verses. So you gotta study. If you don't have, if you don't have a good Bible and you don't study, these things you won't be able to follow or to, to look at it and say, hmm, that might be true. Don't wait, Amen. don't wait for it's too late. Second Timothy two fifteen, study to show thyself approved unto God. Mm. Make sure that you study.
1: Yeah, you know that's a great point there, Brother John. The, the book of Revelation, to me, when I read it, and I've read it a bunch of times, still studying it today, been a big blessing to me. And I've noticed though that verses one through uh, verses uh, four, actually no, verses uh, verses uh, four through eleven represents a literal uh, a literal run of the tri- seven tribulation, and verses twelve do to you nineteen mean chapter represents a symbolic run. For do example, you, mean, you go you to Revelation chapter eleven. Bob, Verse, uh, Bob What's that? Do you mean chapters? What'd I say? Verses? Oh, I'm sorry. I meant chapters. Make sure
2: you're getting your point across yeah. clearly.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So chapter one, the chapter, uh, chapter four through chapter 11. Yes. Represents a literal run of the tribulation. Chapter 12 to chapter 19 represents a symbolic run. Okay. The story is retold. Like, for example, in chapter 11, it says, And the seventh angel sounded, and there was great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Okay? That happens in chapter 11. And then you have this whole mess in chapter 12. What happened? Well, the tribulation came to an end in the literal sense in chapter 11, and it was done. Okay? Then it's retold again in the symbolic sense. All right. And, you know, Apostle John heard a trumpet saying, come up hither. Okay, Mm -hmm. all that took place. But then chapter 12, what do you see? A man child get caught up to heaven. All right. You see see a dragon there. You see a woman clothed in the sun. You see all this symbolism. You see an angel reaping Mm -hmm. the earth. You see an angel so big it stands on the sea, you know, and all this other symbolic stuff. Okay, so the book of Revelation is divided in two way. I see it and it's just a symbolic story retold you know some may probably disagree with me but well, that's the way it looks to me though
2: yeah i mean ch- chapter 12 there's a there's a a, a big overview of a lot mm. of different things a lot of long time and the fact that we know that revelation 12, 1 and 2 was started in 2017 you're talking about a chapter here that's going to take well over a decade to complete so it is a it is an overview chapter and I couldn't put it any better than than you did. Watch, watch what do you watch? Dog uh, yeah. and did and we. I gotta tell you, you put it perfectly. Is that it's it's not just a straight up novel. There's all these connecting pieces and and things that overlap and, and things that go back and tell the story from a different angle. There's the overview chapter. Uh, so there's a lot of things that are going on. In addition to that, the fact that there's Harpazzo in Revelation 12. If the if the body of church if the body of Christ is not the one being raptured or, or taken or snatched or pazzo, then who is it? Is it? I mean, who's caught up to God in His throne? Unbelievers are going to be caught up to God in His throne. Uh, you know, d- before Israel is, I mean, who would be left to to actually implement the mark system and take the mark and and mass an army against Christ at the Battle of Armageddon? Nobody would be left. So no. I mean, you, you got somebody's being taken, and we know who's being taken because Paul tells us who's being taken. But mm-hmm. Paul says that we who are alive and remain will be harpazo, caught up uh, d- along with the dead in Christ to meet the Lord in the air. So we know who's 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 going, and we know that God's throne is is up. It's not in the middle of the earth; it's in heaven. So we're, we're going to be taken up and out of this dimension which we can only do with the glorified body because we cannot pass through like this. So what has to happen first? The change Mm -hmm. that Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians 15, that in the moment, in a twinkling of an eye, which leads directly to the word harpazo, which is a sudden snatching away, that is a blink of an eye moment type of action and event, that we are changed, that our corruption must be put off and put on incorruptible. Why? Because that's the only way we can be entered into the kingdom of heaven and into God's throne room. You can't go there on your own. You have to go there with a glorified body first. So you have Mm -hmm. to be changed first. That's why it's resurrection, rapture. A lot of people say, why do you call it rapture, resurrection? It should be resurrection, rapture. Well, rapture, resurrection flows a little bit nicer. But yes, (laughs) resurrection is before rapture. You do get changed and resurrected into a new body before you're taken because you have to be perfectly holy in order to be able to dwell with God. You have to, you have to put off that corruption to be able to stand before him. And, and the Bible says, go boldly before the throne. Why, why go boldly? If you're such a sinner and so bad and so corrupted, it's It's very difficult to go boldly before any kind of holy being at that point, isn't it? But right. Think about the mindset that you're no longer corrupted.
1: Yeah, I you can go before
2: in. that throne boldly and go. I am like your son because I have put my faith and trust in him. Now I have become a joint heir, and I have changed in order to, uh, to to show that you provided me with this. You can go boldly and say, "Here's my advocate, Jesus. I am like him. We are all one family." <laughs>
1: You know what's interesting about what's coming up for this feast? The feast uh, uh, was David when I talked about the corporate debt forgiveness of the entire body of Christ against our flesh. Okay, if that debt's forgiven, then we are changed. Once the debt's removed, the sins removed, you automatically just become glorified. Okay, now with that in mind, here here is God telling all the Jews in Leviticus chapter twenty-five, verses eight through ten, telling them, "Hey." You need to forgive everybody in all the land, free our slaves, forgive everybody's debt, allow them to go home and do this big reset. Okay. You need to do that. You, that's my word. You have to do that. Okay. Now, with that being said, we know God's God never told a lie. He's pure. All right. Don't mm-hmm. you think if God puts that stipulation on the Jews to do that, he should practice what he preaches? Okay. Don't you think it would make sense for him? to follow his own protocol and to forgive all of our debt on that same exact day when that last trump goes off on the Day of Atonement, if this is the Jubilee year? Wouldn't that make sense that he would have to do, he would have to execute that same, he's going to forgive all of us a big corporate forgiveness for the entire body of Christ throughout the ages, all right? Wouldn't it make sense that he would have to do that and follow what he preaches on the day of atonement at that last trump as outlined in leviticus chapter 25 verses 8 through 10 wouldn't that make sense it would makes sense to me yeah. i mean it okay? uh, makes likes, sense to me
2: god, god likes patterns right yeah,
1: yeah. I, mean, I was gonna the say humans, that
2: <laughs> humans like patterns that We're created yeah. in his image we like patterns too we like something to latch on to and go yeah. okay yeah i know what that feels like i can do this again We like those things. We 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 see those things. And I mean, that date, Bob, about just the freedom, the liberty. I mean, what's more what is a bigger release and a um, a, an accumulation of freedom than shedding off your corrupted mortal body? (laughs) I mean, I don't think there's any more freeing thing than that.
0: Amen, and I love how you put that, Kevin. Earlier, and you said we'll be like him, right? Because in First yeah. John three two it says, "Beloved, yeah. now we are the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when He shall appear, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him right. as He is." And man, that that is so encouraging. And to know, Kevin, yeah, right. there's no greater release than that. You know, when the graves bust open. People come out, death has no hold over us, corruption has no hold over us, and we are just perfectly in the expressed image of how the Lord would have us to be in a glorified body. I mean, I can't even imagine, because, you know, I think for all of us, if we're real, you know, with yourself, and you're examining yourself as Scripture exhorts you to, you'll see how, you know, we we fail daily in some way or another. Sure, you may not fail or fall hard, but it's like, man— There's not a day that goes by that I don't think. I'm like, Jesus, I can't wait. I can't wait until this this stuff is behind me, you know, and we get to live with you forever in that perfect peace. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, I guess we can't imagine (laughs) because it hasn't happened yet. But
2: we can imagine like this much. I mean, you know, it's but, but it's enough to, in our limited capacity, to be able to expand upon that and get to a zone where it's like, I have no idea what more it is, but <laughs> I do know that God has said, and that's why that verse is in the Bible saying that we have not, we cannot be able to imagine what God has. In
3: <laughs> yes. You yes. get to
2: that point and start dwelling on infinity and you get to, the, you start going, okay, I think I understand it. And then you yeah. start thinking a little deeper about, it, and you're like, I, I don't understand it yeah. at all. Yeah, it hurts, <laughs> it helps, right? Yeah.
0: yeah, it's like you're trying to examine infinite with a finite, yeah. and it just it just doesn't work. <laughs> <And> it's like
2: <laughs> <examining> <laughs> being sinless right. while being sinful your whole life, and it's like how, how do you, how do you imagine a day waking up and not being having sin inside you at all? It, yeah. It's it, it, you, you can imagine it, but you're like. But you can't because you've never experienced it. You, yeah. you want it. You, you long for it. And that's the yeah. beautiful thing is that yeah, there's right? a promise that is guaranteed. It is guaranteed that we will be like him. It's not that maybe if you're good enough, then we'll, we'll change you over a million years. No, yeah. we will see him as he is and we will be like him on Amen. that day, on that day.
1: Well, you know, that's uh, the Bible says that we received the earnest of the Holy Spirit, the earnest, which, is, of course, yeah. is a promise of future performance, like an earnest down payment on the house. And that's what I explained earlier. It's, it's, yeah. it's the same process as layaway. You put that money down, it's a layaway where there's a two, it's, it's the same transaction, but the transaction has two phases, a beginning phase and an ending phase. We're we're no different. Our beginning phase was the sealing of our spirit, Ephesians 4, 30, 1, 13, 14. Okay? That's the seal of our spirit. That's the beginning. That's the first part of the transaction. The last part of the transaction is when he comes to receive this purchased possession on the day of the rapture resurrection, when our debt of our sin is forgiven, completely removed from our flesh, which as a result of that, we become glorified and the dead are resurrected. Okay. So going back again, going back again to the uh, day of atonement, I say, go watch the video. But you know what? The whole SDG summit they have coming up, all right, this has never been done before, guys, because they got 17 goals. 17 is a number of finish, all right, is a level of finish. And did you know for the 17th goal what they have written down for the goal, for the 17th goal? Have you seen that yet, Kevin? I'll read it to you. The 17th goal is strengthen, there's a word, strengthen the means of implementation and revitalize the global partnership for sustainable development. What does strengthen mean, guys? It means to make greater, stronger, confirm. Right. So in the 17th goal, the 17th goal says right there, we need to confirm this covenant, the means of implementation, revitalize the global partnership for sustainable development. They're saying it right there. They have to confirm this thing now. That's the 17th goal and final goal of the 17 goals and the whole purpose of the summit and the fact that this summit is starting and running its course, they're promoting it, getting everybody on board, and then they go quietly with everybody and everybody to go behind closed doors and they finalize this thing and perhaps get it done by the 27. That, that does not sound good. 927, <laughs> the Daniel 927, and they confirm it on the Day of Atonement, Daniel 927, because look. They're not going to be able to confirm that thing, John, until what? Mm-hmm. The hand of restraint, yeah. hand of restraint yes. needs to be removed. That's yep. only because the hand of restraint, represented by the body of Christ and the age of grace that's within, yep. is holding back the start of Daniel's seventieth week. Until this comes to an end, that week will never start. Well, we'll start, but it's not going to start until this week until the age of grace comes to an end which happens at the rapture resurrection. As soon as the rapture resurrection ends, takes place, age of grace ends, the hand restraints gone, then the Antichrist, like I said, could jump up, confirm, boom, real quick, and they are off to the races, like that night. Yeah. Make, I, make, I, found, I found the
3: word uh, appearing in the Bible comes up six times, and the six times that it comes up is about Jesus Christ. loves is appearing titus 2 13 and i got five more so if god mentioned it six times don't you think it's a little bit uh warning to us say listen i i I didn't lie to you guys it's it's gonna happen just just you know hope look for it but it's coming and those who quickly wants to look at it, it's 1st uh, Timothy 6.14, 2nd Timothy 1.10, and the last one I got is 1st Peter 1.7, which is also another one about the crowns, so I mean six times the Lord speaks about, about the appearing, well Paul, but the Holy Ghost. And six times it's there. Yeah, six time Bible search result. Yeah, there you go. Six times it talks about the appearing. And I can't believe that people are not looking at this. I still have people in my family who watch this and watch me and they say, just a Bible freak, you know, It's it's not going to happen and things are not going to happen. When you see the sign bridge out, thank you for traveling with us it's going to be too late, too late. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I totally agree. There's going to be people, you know, who built their foundations upon the sand and when those storms and vehement winds kind of beat against it, it's too late to go and change things around. So, that's it. you know, I was thinking about that just the other day. I was like, man, Lord, this is, we're getting into real crunch time. And, and yeah. unfortunately, those people we were talking about earlier that I think Bob mentioned, someone saying something about a hundred years till the rapture and then, uh, my wife was talking about someone who said it was like 10 years to the rapture. You know, that's that's what they're doing is they're laying their foundations in sand and they're trying to build their world around what they want to believe it is. And then when those storms come, it's it's going to be a great fall. And, and you know, I don't well, wish to see that on anyone.
2: How many stories, how many examples do they need? Do we need in the Bible to show that when you're not ready for something? then sudden destruction comes on you. When, yeah. when, when when, you, when, when you're not watching your house gets robbed, when you're not watching you're and, and you prepare a, a weak foundation, your house sinks. When, you know, w- w- when you're not, when you're not looking and watching and ready for it and you think it's going to happen, you know, down the road and it happens, what happens at that point? Are you, you know, so do you, do you are you really willing to believe that you've got this all figured out and that you're actually the one pulling the strings? So much so that you can plan for a future event that you, in your mind, have set when you actually have had no control over that whatsoever. You Amen. weren't there when the foundations of the world was was created. How arrogant can you be in order to believe that you can set a date? Ten years from now or a hundred yeah. years from now for the rapture.
0: Exactly. Reminds me of Proverbs sixteen, eighteen, right? Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And that's what we're getting ready to see. Even the stars, you know, they're they're all gonna come falling and tumbling on down. And you're yeah. right, I, I love that that scripture in Job. Every time I get to go on I'm back there and reading Job and I and I, I go through that epic. It's almost like a cinematic thing in my mind. I feel like, you know, God's just going through the, 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 all the hoops and whistles and bells with, uh, Job explaining that. But every time I read that, I'm like, man, man, that's so humbling because we, we don't know anything. We're like a brute beast before the Lord, right? Yes. And, um, that's, we, I don't know anything but what the Lord shares and has shown me, you know, and that's, pride. that's what I, you know, that's what I speak about. So
2: pride, so- isn't it?
3: It's all kind of about up. pride.
2: It's Satan's yeah. downfall. It's this mm. world's downfall. Yeah. It's 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 the it's the welling up of pride uh, in the in the in Satan first, but then in the human to yeah. to believe that they that they that, that they're the ones that that are in control. That they're yeah. that they're the creator, or you know that. Uh, Well, then they make up evolution and things like that so that they don't have to become accountable. You don't have to to be accountable to an amoeba, but you certainly need to be accountable to a loving God um, and to a father and to one who's perfectly holy. See, that's the scary part because they don't want to be uh, held accountable for it. And so they they make up these fables and they make up foolishness in order to replace
0: well, it, it makes sense for them, right? Because they get to make up these celestial stew pots. But, but having that mentality allows them to also believe the, the crazy notion that they truly can create life, right? So they, they just want to be like little G gods. They, that's their MO. That's Satan's MO. And we know that a byproduct of an anti, the Antichrist spirit is a spirit of pride. And there's definitely nothing more prideful than, saying that we can create life and that we can determine the destiny and, and, and live forever without God and find another way. And that's what it always goes back to, you know, trying to do it without God. And it's just terrible.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a, it's the first original sin. You will be, you'll be like God if you do this, you know, it's, it's just a, it's a prideful, uh, deceitful, uh, and just a straight up lie. I mean, it, it, Uh, you know, you want to be like him. Well, there is a way to actually be like him, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not to go down the path of evil. It's not to go down the path of the world. It's to, it's to be transformed. It's to be transformed by the renewing of your mind daily. I mean, it is, that's really ultimately what it comes down to is like every day we live in this world, we're being pulled in the world's direction and we have to consciously and, and, um, Purposefully, mm. do the opposite and yeah. be and be the opposite and do that Amen. every single day.
3: Yeah, it, you hit I, you, know, you hit the nail on the, the head, a, man. Purposefully, all this, purposefully. Because, yeah, all this once it's gonna happen and we're begun. What do you think? What do you think about the AI? What 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 role it's gonna play with the Antichrist or what what's gonna be? What do you guys think uh I think AI
1: henchman that's what it's gonna do it's gonna just it's gonna be his way of being omnipresent that's yep what I was gonna say that yeah I it's think it's an omnipresence grid of omnipresence on the earth okay, okay. it'll have trigger words it will have automatic systems and algorithms that does stuff mm. automatically we're already dealing with it right oh, now on YouTube oh yeah algorithms Oh, okay, yeah. trigger mm-hmm. words and everything like that. So it's, it's basically going to be like, like I said, a henchman that works for him. it's not going to be like the Antichrist himself. Lay, no, he brain laid that out pretty easy. You don't throw a computer into the lake of fire. You know he's thrown alive into the lake of fire. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely going to be a henchman. You know, yeah, I
2: mean, when you think about it, um, a- AI, what, what they call AI. <laughs> is not AI. We all know that we all know that it's just human algorithm and programming. So it's taken on the persa, persona yeah. of the world. Right. Yeah. And, and so they released it. The, right. Yeah. But when the Antichrist comes, um, when you ask the AI, what, who is God, the, the, the AI will respond with the Antichrist name. I mean, it, it'll all be there. It'll all be serving The Antichrist at that point, Um, the whole world will be serving the Antichrist, except for those who don't take the mark and are beheaded. And of course, the remnant of Israel. But everybody else, though, are going to be worshiping this 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 guy. And it's going to be. and And so will the AI. So because it's programmed by those humans who are worshiping the Antichrist. So. Uh, you know, the, the the simple thing here is that we've, already, Bob, you, you hit it. We already are seeing this today. We are already seeing that the AI has not taken on the persona of Jesus Christ. The, the AI in this world and what they call AI has taken on the persona of the world.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it makes so much sense. You know, I, I forget exactly the name of the artificial intelligence they were using for that strange looking character that female looking robot but they even admitted that they let it onto the internet to start learning it's like really out of all the databases and all the ways you could have injected information for this this ai to learn you're going to release it on the most debased avenue of, that we know of on you know in the world i mean having access to the the deep web the dark net It's just – it's disgusting, and I I don't understand – but it shows you the mentality of the people who are creating this AI, and there's no one I don't believe that's that naive and ignorant that is creating these platforms and these algorithms to do machine learning and whatnot and to know the ramifications of that. And that's why I think there's been a lot of uh, whistleblowers saying, hey (laughs) – Someone needs to throw the brakes on this AI stuff because it's getting Mm -hmm. out of hand and it really is getting out of hand. But I love what Kevin was saying earlier about being purposeful guys. I really want to double back on that because, you know, we live in a, we have an outward body and we have an inward man. Right. And we have to choose daily, right. To walk in the spirit, to do the things that the Lord would have us to do. Those are daily choices. Those are purposeful choices because if you were to let yourself, your always your natural inclination is this this flesh, right? So we have to purposefully choose to do what the Lord would have us do. Now, as you do it in your spirit, it gets strengthened. It becomes easier. It becomes more natural, right? Anything you exercise gets stronger over time, and that's something that the Lord's told me. And um, I remember uh, just recently having a dream, and it was really crazy. And if you go to my channel, you can watch it. Just go to the very end of my live stream, and I talked about. That uh, I was witnessing to people and it was so vivid it was so creepy and I just remember everyone falling down and they were like oh he's coming he's coming so I thought that they were talking about Jesus coming and I felt like this evil presence around me and when I could finally see who it was it was a depiction of Nimrod right and I seen I was like Ah, man, you know, this is terrible. And when I seen it, I was like, no wonder why I felt evil because it's, it's a spirit of antichrist that's, that's all around us, you know, and all these people are falling for it. Right. And then I felt in my spirit right when I seen that in the dream that this is why it's so important to stay in the word because then we'll know his voice, we'll know his word, we'll know who our king of kings is right so there's so many out there that are going to be deceived because they don't take the time right to rightly divide they don't take the time to pick up the word they don't take the time to learn what jesus wants us to do how he wants us to live and um it's gonna it's another one of those great fall moments coming you know and it's sad it really is but i just want to encourage you guys and when i heard kevin say you know it be purposeful about it amen you know we gotta be purposeful about it
2: isn't that like the the polar opposite of being willfully ignorant? <laughs> I mean, <that's, laughs> it is. Yeah. That, I mean, but that's what we're seeing is like people are, are willfully ignorant of not just about the Bible, but about facts and things that are actually happening during regular daily life. Uh, they're willfully ignorant. They will not go to seek the truth. They, 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 they want to stay in their ignorance zone. And that, to me is like just the extreme opposite of actually purposefully recognizing that a change must be made and that you need to walk in, in the spirit rather than walk in the world. And in order mm. to do that, you need to know what the spirit is saying in order to do that, you need to tune out the world in order Amen. to hear that st- small, still voice so that you can Amen. obey it. But if, yeah. but if the cacophony of, of human existence in the world is all going on in your head and that's all you're dwelling on. Well, then it's easy to be very willfully ignorant of everything else because you don't have the time or the space to actually dedicate anything to that. So Amen. when you're caught up in the world, that's why there's all those stories in the Bible about people going out into the world, getting Bad things happening to them and then returning. Right? Yes, prodigal. And then returning, yeah. the prodigal son is probably yeah. the biggest one of them yeah. all. Yeah, but um, yeah. but I mean, Jonah again he's another one of those Jonah. Yeah. types who's just like, "Hey, God says do this. I'm, I'm going to go out into the world." You know, it's like, well, how did that work out for you? Not too <laughs> well. So, you know, that's yeah. that, that's, that's ultimately though, is that God will drive you back. And yeah, that, it's
0: so amazing, amazing, right? That's the grace yeah. of God, man. Right because there, he's a the shepherd. Food. He's a good yeah.
2: shepherd.
3: Yeah, yeah he yeah. lets
0: uh, you learn. He gives you the liberty
2: out yeah. and get killed. Okay. Yeah, he. <laughs> that's not what a good shepherd does. A good yeah. shepherd, sheep goes goes out. He goes and finds that sheep and brings them back. That's the good Amen. shepherd. But yeah. if you don't know g- the voice of your shepherd, you're lost. Yeah.
0: You're exactly. To- yeah. Hey, and Michael, I think that's
1: probably uh, start with some questions here. We got about a half an hour out now. So okay. We're almost done here. So I got a bunch of questions here queued up. If you guys want to do some right now. All right. Let's do it. So this one here is from Max. Has anyone else been hearing trumpet sounds at night? Well, we just went through the Feast of Trumpets, so you probably were hearing trumpets. Mm-hmm. So the, I uh probably hasn't been. I've been blowing them, so <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, well,
0: out here in the sticks of Charlestown, we, I think we have one of those civil uh, alarms <laughs> that goes off maybe. Maybe it's broken. But the other day I was outside, and I heard it. I think I heard it going off, and I was like, that kind of sounds like a show party now. Could be just because, you know, that's on the mind and I'm pretty excited to go. But um, I know that, yeah, I'm pretty excited about leaving. That's what I've got to say about that.
2: I just remember that video from like, I don't know, maybe it was like six, seven, eight years, six years ago, seven years ago, where someone was like in the middle of a forest and then all of a sudden they started hearing trumpets. Do you guys remember that video? And they were like, oh. around in the sky and they're like, what is that sound? Where is that oh. coming from?
0: That yeah, was such yeah, a trippy yeah. video. Like, Do you know wow. what's also also weird about that? I thought about this and what you guys think about this is uh in all those alien invasion movies like World of the Worlds, for instance, being one of the big ones, there's always a big trumpet like sound when the aliens come on the yeah. scene. Have you noticed that that yes. loud well, yeah. And they always say in the it was like, what, the last six or seven years, every like alien sci-fi movie used like that same Bram-type trumpeting tone. And I was like, man, that's kind of weird.
1: Think about that. They us start to add it to just regular trailers. Now, everybody loves that song. yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, that's funny. Yeah, It's, it's like they, they know era. it's coming,
2: right?
1: How do you think the Feast of Trumpets is fulfilled by Jesus if the Day of Atonement is the rapture? Well, right now, if the rapture resurrection takes place at the Day of Atonement, the uh, the Feast of Trumpets is the first Trump, and the Day of Atonement is the last Trump. So it's kind of like this big blanket fulfillment. Okay? That's one way of looking at it. Another way of looking at it, too, is uh, Jesus can return on the Feast of Trumpets. Okay? Yeah. Jesus fulfilled the first four feast days while he walked here, earth, or the first three, when he walked here on the earth, and then he fulfilled the, the fourth one from heaven. Which explains why the the middle of the menorah is the stem in the middle. You know, from heaven, he fulfilled it by sending the Holy Spirit. Which, by the way, the Holy Spirit reached the earth and fulfilled it on the earth once again. So it was like a heaven-earth connection, which allows us now to have a heaven-earth connection. You know, when we die. All right, but the third, but the the, the fifth, sixth, and seventh one, I believe he'll have to come here and fulfill it on the earth just like he did with the the first second and third one so he can return on the feast of trumpets on in 2030 Ooh. i think kevin and I we, we talked about that yeah. some people think he comes back on the day of atonement dr barry talked about that he makes a good right. point i really i really i don't know i don't know ultimately i think kevin said it best when it be when we get to heaven won't it be great because at that point we'll know stuff Okay, there will be no question. <laughs> we'll know everything. Yes. All of us in GS are gonna be so excited. Everybody's like, Oh, let's go here, look at this crowd. let's go here in this forest look at flowers. I'm gonna be like, Kevin and I, and all of us will be standing in the hall of records. I'm just gonna be <laughs> sitting there going through yep. everything. Give me this scroll, give me that one. I wanna know this.
2: Do
0: you think
1: that does sound
2: like a Kevinism. When we get to heaven, we're going to know stuff. I mean, <laughs> I probably did say that. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Do you think it's just going to be in a bunch of imputed knowledge then?
1: Know, it's could interesting
2: be. to think whether or not we're going to will. whether or not we're going to be like boom and have this knowledge dump, or whether we're going to be able to to go and just like like what Bob says like here's a records yeah. room have at it you know you're like all right let's go let's yeah. this. Uh, are and we think gonna think about pick... how much you're gonna be
3: able to take in if
2: you're like yeah it. I mean am we... gonna
3: pick to <laughs> each other saying haha I knew yeah. it <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> you want to have a John beloved giving a seminar you know like, okay. yeah. that's what everything meant I was like all right I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be there for that one with a I mean, considering <laughs> yeah. those oh, things, man. Yeah,
0: me too.
2: Well, considering we're going to be in heaven in a throne room in a different dimension, you, the, what we we possibly could be outside the boundaries of time at that point. And so a thousand years will be like a day to us as well. <laughs> um, so exactly. we could learn a lot of stuff in a thousand years, you'd think. Uh, and that yeah. would be only one day on Earth. I mean... Considering considering the fact that it's kind of outside that that boundary, I just don't think that there's a limit on like you you got this much time in order to be able to figure this out. You know, I mean, yeah. considering there's a that, test on that, Tuesday, you know, people. Let's get it right, together. Right. Well, <laughs> listen, if there is ever a test in heaven, all of us are getting a hundred percent because we're all going to be perfect. So yeah. we can't miss any questions. <laughs> we're we not- gonna have open. Minutes. It's
0: an open book.
3: Open yeah. book
1: test. It's Are we
3: gonna have PowerPoints?
1: PowerPoint? What's that?
3: Will there be PowerPoints?
1: <laughs> sure, why not? I, you know,
2: I, I, in, a, in a galactic scale.
1: <laughs> you know, I yeah. think we'll have it. We'll have this base knowledge. Everything that deals with the Earth, but then there will be this ongoing education. I hope there is because I yeah, love. I do too. Things, I love learning. I, I, yeah,
0: same. Yeah, I, I like well, in, we have eternity. We're so
1: we're
2: certainly going to be introduced to new things all the time because eternity oh, yeah. is a long time. Obviously, it can't get boring ever. So we're, we're going to be introduced to new things all the time. I got to believe because Amen. that's just human nature. That's God's yeah. nature as well. Because I mean, of course, our nature is his because he, he's made us in his image. So we're right. always looking for the next thing. We're always looking for an exploration. Right. We're always looking yeah. for something new to discover. God is not ever going to stop yeah. giving us those discoveries ever. Uh-huh. And I mean, and that's what I'm, ta- that's what I'm talking about. When you start thinking about that, your mind just starts to either impl- mm-hmm. starts to implode and explode at the same time. And you don't know which way it's going because just, <laughs> you, you kind of think of it and like, how can something never end? And how can yeah. it never get boring? How can there, ne- how can it never stop being new?
1: You yeah, know, you, have get, you have to get used to not sleeping anymore. I'm gonna love that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not good uh, at sleeping, Kevin. So no, I'll be glad. Not we're gonna
3: have, have coffee and teaching.
1: Yeah, I love coffee. We won't need we won't need to, to energize us, but yeah. it certainly tastes good. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, coffee we'll is great.
0: What what does uh, Aaron say from God? A minute with this coffee, two scoops of Hallelujah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I gotta wake up in the morning, guys. No, it, I'm like, man, I, I can't wake up without some, some, that's some, why I always
2: laugh. that's why I always laugh when someone says, Hey, when I go to heaven, you know, is my pet going to be there? And it's like, well, do you love your pet? Do you have a good time with your pet? Yeah. Yeah. You think God's just that mean guy who's like, you're never going to be happy again. I know you love that pet, but I'm not going to give that pet to you. No, no. We, 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 we serve a loving God. Like, pet and, and just like there. you said there, I love coffee. Could you imagine God taking coffee away from me? I can't. I, you know, it's like God's like not this tyrant who wants to take everything away from you. As a matter of fact, He wants to give you freedom. He wants to give you, yeah. you know, everything
3: bountiful and awesome that that you can have.
1: It's but probably are we going to have all the, pay- the same
3: taste that as we, as we have right now? Right, I love coffee. Uh, hopefully, I will love coffee in heaven too.
1: Yeah, but, I bet you it'll taste yeah. a lot better. I probably has gotta, man, it's gotta like, be hey, the you, best coffee you, you ever drank, right? Yeah, he'd say, "Hey, John, you like coffee? I got like a million flavors here. <laughs> 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 Never <tasted laughs> them Okay. How about you?
3: Oh, yeah. Hey, I me, you please, want... I me. Yeah. Well, what <laughs> if he says,
2: "Hey, how about you and I create a new, new, a new bean of coffee? How about that? Why don't we do that? And you're like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. that sounds fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who knows what he has in store? You walking along with Jesus, trying to figure out how to create a new oh, strand yeah. of coffee. It's <laughs> all
1: there. Yep, Here's the next awesome. question from uh yes. I think I'm saying that right. Andrica. When we rightly divide the Bible, Roman through Thilemon, what are the signs of the rapture there? You know, um I like going to uh first Thessalonians versus uh first Thessalonians five verses one through four. Okay. And I'll read it to you real quick. You want to put it up on the screen there, but uh but of the times of seasons, brethren. Ye have no need that I write unto you, for yourselves know exactly perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night, for when they say, not us, they shall say, peace and safety, then sudden destruction shall cometh upon them, not us. It comes upon them as they travaileth upon a woman with child, and they, not us, shall not escape. But ye, brethren, you, brethren, Paul, <clears throat> excuse me, I've kind of lost my, my track here. I said, for when they say peace and safety, and son's of destruction shall come upon them as trailed upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. You bring it up right there. It's kind of like my camera's blocking it a little bit. Can you hear me all right? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it says, And it says here, I, I kind of lost my place here. But ye brethren are not in darkness that they should overtake you as a thief. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so you you brethren are not in darkness that that day should not overtake you as a thief. All right. So notice how this always you see this they them. Does that sound familiar? The they them the yeah, pronouns and all stuff like they, that. Yeah, yeah. It's, but, uh, <laughs> they are saying shall see this destruction. They shall not escape. Apostle Paul said they shall not escape. So mm-hmm. if he's saying they won't escape, then evidently somebody's going to escape. Right. Yes. You, you guys see what I'm saying? You, it's you can't like talk about an escape, if there's no escape. You have last Trump without the first. Yes. Trump. Right. You see what I'm saying? I agree. Yep. Yeah, you, agree. you wouldn't
2: mention an escape if there's no such thing as an escape. <laughs> yeah, so right. if you're saying somebody's not going to escape, and he says, "But you're not in, but you're not in darkness," so uh, uh, you know that it's coming. It's not going yeah. to take you, overtake you as a thief. So yeah. somebody's escaping and somebody's not. And yes. we know who's 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 not. Because, listen, there are a lot of people out there that will say, you don't want to be taken. You don't want to be taken. Look, Noah wasn't taken. Everybody else was taken. It's like, taken where? To hell? No, that's, that's not true. a good play. You don't want to be taken there. No. So people will say, you don't want to be taken. No. You do want to be taken because oh, yes. there are people who will not escape, who will not be taken. So don't be deceived by those who say and try to twist it around. That's like this anti-Baptist movement, if you guys remember mm. that. From like they twisted it around, turned it around in the opposite mm. direction, which is alive from the pit of hell itself. You do want to leave. You do want yep. to escape, and you do want to be aware so that it doesn't overtake yeah. you like a thief.
3: And it's he's a, talking heard, about that,
2: that day. When he says them that day, he's referring back to 1 Thessalonians 4,
0: yes.
2: 15 through yeah. 18, which is yeah. the day of the rapture. That that, yes. that day when you are taken, snatched, and he says yeah. comfort each other with these words, that leads directly into those passages that Bob just talked about.
0: Yeah, I remember right, in 2020 yes. that all the time about uh I remember seeing that quite often where someone's saying that oh where it says you know two will be in the bed one not be taken one will be left or one's in the field one will be taken one will be left they were trying to flip it around and say that yeah. they're being taken to the no. the pit. And I was like well, what? the whole
3: thing the whole thing right now it is like a woman in travail with child. Like everything is exponential every month week hours minutes seconds everything keeps growing and growing can you stop a woman to give birth no you can't right so mm-hmm. that's the same thing whatever whatever when it's going to happen it will happen and that woman in travail will give birth no matter what
0: mm-hmm. yeah there's isn't there a scripture in the end of Isaiah like that they said, really yeah. not bring it into the end and not cause it or cause her to conceive or something like that? That's right. Yeah.
2: That's right. Because yeah. it's a promise. It is a yeah. yeah. promise yes. that yes. the woman one day will give birth and her child will be caught up to God in his throne. Amen. That is going to happen. Amen. We are in the middle of these birth pains right now. Amen. There's no there's no Amen. stopping there and birth pains. Do not slow down. They get harder and faster and they can mm. come yeah. until. The, the birth. And so we are seeing those things and and we are you cannot no one can deny that we have not seen a ramping up of birth bangs over the last six years. We absolutely we absolutely yeah. have seen that that gigantic ramp up from where we were to where we are now, because I always yeah. told myself, I said, something big has got to change. Something big yeah. has got to happen to get closer to where we are. And sure enough, 2017 rolled around, and I was like, "Wow, this is the beginning of something crazy." I could I could recognize that at that point because 2017 was just so off the hook. Yeah, and 2020 rolled around, and you're like, "Wait a minute, the whole world is of one mind, and it's it, it, they are ready. They are so ready for that Antichrist control system to come come down on the people. This this the the, the world has set up all these little mechanisms with monetary yep. biological. Melding those two, Bob pointed that out last year. He's like, "This is this monetary thing is not just monetary, people. It is monetary plus biological." Th- oh yeah. mm-hmm. but that is exactly what the mark is as well. It is yeah. not just monetary; it is also biological.
1: Right. This I is good. Say brother, Sixty-six
0: nine. Just, just 66 referencing what I was talking. Yeah, that's what I was referencing to you about the child.
2: Sixty-six is a great chapter to I see. Love it, yeah. Like like Old Testament alluding to rapture. It's, it's awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah. That whole chapter's amazing. That's incredible. Shall, shall I bring to birth and not cause to bring forth? Say the Lord, shall I cause to bring forth and shut the womb? saith the saith thy God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not going to stop it. Once this birth starts, moving. this thing's been moving.
2: No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would say the rapture train has no brakes.
1: Yeah, it does. It has no breaks. <laughs> no breaks. <Yeah. laughs> There's just no uh, breaks. Here's a, here's a question here. Speaking of uh, Chester, yeah. here he says, "Question to Bob, well, everybody, what Shemitah cycle are we currently in? Is it tenth or eleventh? We are currently in the eleventh cycle. Okay, I still believe the Shemitah cycle starts at uh, Nissan one. I'm going to yeah. stick with that. Um, I'm sure I'm going to uh, yeah. find out something later once we get up there. How? The seventh month, the first day of the seventh month starts as a new year. I don't know how that works. You know, it's the seventh month, according to the Bible. Okay. But perhaps maybe this, you know, there's um there's something else there that might explain why God would start the seven-year tribulation. Rather, not on the San one, but, you know, on the Feast of Trumpets. It could be also the fact that the Feast of Trumpets and the Day of Atonement, talking about the fall of feasts, perhaps maybe if he started it now, and the, the, the Shemitah cycle started on the San one this year. That would mean that Satan is like six months behind the ball now. Okay. And it would be perfect if the Bible says that lest these days be short no flesh should be mm-hmm. saved. So God deliberately would have to hold back the seven, 70th week of Daniel until this feast day coming up to actually kick it into gear. And if, got, if, the, if that's the case, the rapture resurrection takes place. Daniel's 70th week begins. Then it's a seven year tribulation squeezed into six and a half years. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It's like trying to go for a four year degree, got to get done in two and a half. Right. All right. Uh-huh. Pretty much what trying <laughs> to do that. Man, I did uh, something similar
0: like that in the Army through their technical school. That it was not fun. I had like <laughs> four, 14 good. hour school days learning really complicated routing and switching. That, that was, does not sound good. No, nah. no, it was terrible, man. was <laughs> <laughs> terrible. I never <laughs>
3: <laughs> I
2: mean that's all to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: No good. How about this here? Isn't the world isn't the world reset a sinister Jubilee? I never heard that before, but she makes a good point. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be a sinister jubilee. look listen, listen, when the Day of Atonement takes place, you're gonna have those who are blessed and those who are cursed. Okay. Those who don't repent and get right with the Lord are gonna be cursed. All right, and they're going to enter Daniel's 70th week. So we see that typology also here for Christians in the age of grace, those who are blessed, who have received the power of the Holy Spirit, who accepted the gospel of grace, understanding Jesus shed blood at the cross. All right, we accepted that gospel, First Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. We understand it. We understand, who's, we understand who Jesus is, what he did. We understand the application of his blood, how it applies to our sin, the whole thing. Okay, you have those people. I think we're talking about that at the beginning of the broadcast. Uh, people are sticking to the works. They want to go into the tribulation. But the Bible clearly says that woe unto you that desires the day of the Lord. Okay. You don't want to go into that time. All right. You don't want to go into the lightning round. All right. You want to get out mm. now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Amen. So is there That's going to the be truth. a sinister jubilee coming up? Yeah, because yeah, it's a jubilee for us, and it's kind of a jubilee for the enemy because now they're they're all excited because the hand restraints removed. Oh, freedom you know, they're right? all excited yeah and they're gonna run like crazy even though they're you know six months behind the ball right now starting mm-hmm. late you know this doesn't come fall but they will have a, their own sinister jubilee for themselves they want to do their own reset right 2030 they got their own reset they don't realize the lord's reset's coming it's like the battle of resets you know what i'm saying for 2030 mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the, the battle, the great resets. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's always a copycat, right? And it's always in like the worst possible opposite direction. It's like the 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 world control system. Uh, they're doing. They they did that. They still do that today. They they tell you. Oh, just rely on the government. You'll be free. You'll have this and that. You'll get a free cell phone. You'll get this and that. Just you know, <laughs> but, I mean, you're like, is that really freedom though? No, because you ultimately are under their control. And yeah. that's exactly where they want you. So, yes, yeah. in, in a way it kind of is a sinister reverse jubilee for the world.
0: Yeah. It's a fear-based control, you know. And what happened with um you know, 911 2001 you know there's uh, a lot of stuff that they used during that event in order to usher in certain bills that strip you of your privacy and your freedom and people just you know hand over fist were like yeah strip us of our freedom (laughs) we don't need that stuff you know protect us from these these
3: terrorists and whatnot oh yeah canada is bad now with all these new bills and everything since the truck, uh, the the truck strike that we had a couple of years ago. Oh, uh, yeah, which they it lied was about. Was bad, oh, bad, really bad.
2: <laughs> well, they lied, and they lied about it afterwards. Uh, they, like they, like they, they, these people are so debased and evil that they do something evil and corrupt. Yeah. They get caught, and then they lie about it. <laughs> it's just yeah. like they do. You know, It's they like do. you guys yeah. know how bad you yeah. are. Yet you still don't stop. You just, you double down. It's the double down effect of the, yes. it's just like they never, yes. they never retreat and go, wait a minute. They, they, they I just know. go more.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, Kevin. Ah, oh, you just, you're on fire, man. Like wow. that doubling down. That's it. I've noticed the same thing. I've even talked about it in, in the, around here. I'm like, you know, why does, you know, doubling down? Why? You know, like if, <laughs> if you're caught in a corner, why not just. You know, come clean and, and you know, turn from your wicked ways. But I mean, even, it's nope, like don't, they don't. like to the double down. I've met them. so many people like that throughout my life that, yeah. like, literally they would be in the, involved in something. And no matter how overwhelming the evidence is against said individual, they just keep doubling down. They, they don't it's even like, stop at double. They'll,
2: they'll go to triple down. They'll <laughs> yeah, go to triple. triple yeah. I mean, they'll they, infinite they, down. They, 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 Ever stop. Down. Like, most of the time, their double down is pretty big, but like if that backfires, <laughs> they'll go triple down. And it's like, what are you doing? It's like, yeah. you know, and like uh-huh. I said last week, these people aren't even making sense anymore. They're not even making rational decisions that would help them out. No. Nope. It's like, it's like they're, they're so far off that they actually hurt their cause, um, which is great for us. And that's part, mostly part of. The restraining force is is keeping them in line as as, as mm. much as we possibly can. But imagine that restraining force being removed, and imagine that Shoot. they don't really have to double down ever because they don't ever get called on their single down. Like that's yeah. just, <laughs> just
1: what it is. Either
0: that, you're just gonna live in a world of double downers. <laughs> just, it's just gonna everyone's gonna be
1: down and yeah. Speaking of well, not speaking of being down uh, and dirty. speaking of not being down when we go up. <laughs> To the judgment seat of Christ. Lewis has a yeah. question here. Being the seat of Christ, is it the next stop? Is it the next bus stop? When well, I from meeting my camera, is the next bus stop? Next right? bus stop, okay. right? Yeah. Well, our first stop is going to be meeting the Lord in the atmosphere, Amen. Of, the atmosphere of the earth. Amen. We meet up there, and then we uh ascend from there to the throne of God. Okay. So that's it gives a whole whole new meeting where the Bible talks about. Where the man child is caught up to his throne. Uh, what was the verse there? Another um, point I want to make there: He's caught what up unto the Lord. caught up to the Lord and unto his throne. I think of the verse five. was: but "He's caught up unto the Lord." which has a comma and mm-hmm. caught up to his throne. To his so we we're caught up to the Lord, meeting in the air, and then corporally we're taken because the the body of Christ. First, you have the dead in Christ taken up there to the stratosphere mm-hmm. of the earth, and then the body, then the living have to be caught up then once we all meet there that's where that comma is and to his throne and then corporately together at that point we go up to his throne together as a big right. group as a big camp i, so I think I that's do. why it says that right there in yeah, revelation yeah that makes 12.
2: sense that's, that's revelation 12:5 um by the way and and the fact is is that at that point um between that point and when we when, when there's a scene there, that's just depicted that people are th- casting their crowns, right? Um, so in order to cast a crown, you have to have a crown first in order to cast it, <laughs> right? Uh, so yeah. and get a crown, you get a crown through a reward, right? So mm-hmm. when yeah. you get a reward, you get your reward at the beam of seed of Christ, right? So yep. I, I, I believe that after everyone is caught up to God's throne room that everyone goes through an individual Bema seat judgment, which is, you know, dead works are burned off. Anything that survives gets, gets rewarded. And ultimately at that point, that's when you receive your crowns so that you can cast them at his feet later on. You can't cast something you don't have. So, and you're not going to get a crown unless you go through a, a Bema seat judgment. So you have to get there first. So I, I agree with you, Bob, that the corporate body is air, throne room, individual Bema seat. Everybody reconvene and let's watch these scrolls get open.
1: Right, and understand too that Second Corinthians five ten it says, "For we all, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, And yes. Everyone may receive the things done in his body according to." According to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Now people get this confused. You're you're not going to be judged on your sins, all right? That was already done on the cross when Jesus said, "Father, why have you forsaken me?" Okay, God had to turn away from His Son because He saw my sins on there. Okay, there's a bunch of them. Amen. And everybody yeah. else. So that's yeah. when your sins were dealt with. But at the judgment seat of Christ. All is your rewards. work done be here rewards. in the flesh, trying yeah. to build the kingdom of God, the fruit. All right, your fruit is going to be judged, just kind of like uh, the same thing happened to uh Cain. He brought that bad fruit up there. Bad. is
3: seven crowns. Yeah,
1: amen. yeah, and
3: and
2: and, amen. Everybody here is going to get that crown that you're looking for his return.
3: I mean, so righteousness. Least, yeah. The first. You're going to get
2: right. one at least. Which is really cool, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the fact is, is that like Bob, we we're, we're all not- going to we're all going to have to go through that that works judgment, um, yes. Where our dead works are burned, and where anything that's that's left over, which is good works are, are rewarded. So you really that's that's yeah. what we're and doing here uh, on Earth yeah. during this period of time, right? We are gaining rewards through our good works, and that's yes. th- that's why you. You, you you That's not the only reason why you do those those things. But yeah. let's be honest, rewards are a big deal for for humans. We, we like Amen. rewards. God knows yeah, that.
3: And <laughs> yes, we like. it. Yeah, that's a First uh, Corinthians three, 3 eleven
0: through fifteen. Right. Yeah. I have why, would that he, why, up. why would he ever it's say a,
2: to you, "Well done, good and faithful servant"? I mean, we Amen. want to. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah, because for the other of foundation mind. can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work, of what sort it is. And if any man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. And if any man's work shall be burned... He shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved. Yet so as by fire. And I love how Robert Breaker put this one time, and he was like, "Yeah, see, uh, the the you know the precious stones that you can put in your crowns, <laughs> you know." So I was like, yeah, "Yeah, that's kind of a neat thought, you know." Yeah. But yeah, that that's so huge, and like that's yeah. what uh, Brother Bob was saying about was that uh, Second Corinthians was it 3, 10, 10? Second Corinthians 3, five ten about the judgment seat yeah, 510. Yeah. 510 yeah so we see what what's going what's gonna go down guys so but those rewards like Kevin said they're extremely important you know that's yes that's awesome you know and um I, that's what i got to say about that
3: might have something to be uh something that will have to do with i don't know how it's gonna be maybe uh not not the family but depends how we're going to be there if you have a lot of jewels and you have your seven crowns or you have well the, the seventh one is for the, the saints but if you have all the other crowns or right when you cast them we're going to cast them at the feet of Jesus but after that when we go through the the judgment seat of Christ what's going to be left there after the fire Right, if it's hay, stubble, and stubble and wood, it's gonna burn. It's gonna make uh, vapor, smoke. But what's left? It's what it counts, and yeah. you know everybody's looking for that. Everybody that is looking for the rapture, right? It's not because we're saved that we're going through the judgment seat of Christ that we work for Jesus. I work for Jesus because I love Him. Because I want. I want to be part of what he asked me and and the way it is. My work has nothing to do with my salvation. It's just now that I'm saved, I want to do something for the Lord. You know, cleaning the toilet somewhere in a building or you know, being doing Bible study. Either way, Lord, yeah. take yeah. me. Hey, I,
0: I'll be I'll be heaven's door man.
1: To quote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I put this next question. We'll cover up your face here, Mike, Michael. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> I thought this would be a quick, good question. Save you now. guys we're, the we're, nightmares. We're ranting right now about the rapture resurrection coming <laughs> up. Question, uh, what happens if we don't get raptured this year? What's next then? I'll tell you what. After everything that we've seen with the Revelation 12 sign and everything that's going on with the world governments right now, and everything that's happening, uh, everything that I laid out in that video, you should go check it out. Someone asked me where this video at. It's on my channel. You're obviously subscribed to my channel. So this video where I talk about the Day of Atonement being a high watch for the rapture resurrection is on my channel. And here's the thing, too. I don't know if that's going to be it. I'm showing you in this video how the Atonement Last Trump is a great picture of the rapture resurrection. Okay. I don't know when the rapture is going to be. Ultimately, none of us do. Okay. We are just, we are just, we study the end times. I study a lot of data and then I have to make a forecast. Okay. And so far all my forecasts have been wrong. All right. Cause the rapture resurrection hasn't happened yet, but what do we do? We will continue to study the data. There'll be new information released to us and we'll continue to make forecasts. All right. But, given what's happening right now i mean there is just i mean there's just too much to talk about now okay there's too many things bottlenecking this year there's stuff bottlenecking last year but the stuff that's bottlenecking this year about how we're on the verge of world war 3 okay mm. and you have everything that the government's doing right now and i forgot to mention this um the un or actually the white house just put out this document on their on their uh website on the whitehouse.gov and they just put out this document it's called the solar radiation modification document okay basically congress a year ago they stuck in a bill that makes them makes the it's forcing the white house to put out information now of what they're doing in order to fight climate change all right what they're saying Mm -hmm. is climate change but we know that what they're trying to do right now is not really, they're not trying to fight climate change. They're trying to provoke it. I totally believe they're trying to provoke it. Yes. And according to what they're doing, they're releasing all these different types of chemicals into the air. They're spraying sodium dioxide and silver iodide into the atmosphere right now, trying to block out the sun. And they've been doing this now for the last month. All right. That's why people are starting to see all the dust on their cars. And the sun's starting to look kind of weird. You guys looked at the sun lately?
0: Yeah, turn, oh, man,
1: turn, right. just
0: today I went outside all day. We've had real crystal blue skies and mm. I just seen nothing but just groves upon groves of chem trailers, like just yes. active planes. Oh, as far as okay. I, everywhere I can see, it's like they weren't forming into anything. I just seen streak at the show. I even got my camera out and recorded it because I haven't seen any activity
3: like that in a while. Well, you chem- want to know something about the chem trail? If you look at the map where I am, it's St. John's, Newfoundland. I'm right. The first airport when you come from uh, Europe is right here, St. John's Airport. And you see the plane in the sky coming with no chemtrail. As soon, let's say that they go to New York or they they hit the the land first and then they will turn for the destination because they want to have a safety spot to land if ever there is. There is no chemtrail behind the plane. As soon as they come over the land here, click, you can see the chemtrails. And somebody told me, No, it's your vision like this. No, no, no. I see them coming over the ocean really high, 30,000 feet. You just see a little thing there, no chemtrail. And as soon as they hit the land, poof, you see the thing going, the cloud going behind behind.
1: According to this document, what they're trying to do is prevent the hollow scene extinction event. The <laughs> hollow scene extinction event that's what they're calling it. Sounds a this lot was, like Halloween.
0: This it's was at Walmart. The
1: hollow, scene, the hollow scene extinction extinction event. So basically what they're trying to tell what well they they're saying they're, they're trying to release it and they're trying to color it like they're trying to save us by spraying all the stuff into our atmosphere. We're trying to save you because this big extinction event's coming, and we're gonna to try to save everybody when actually mm-hmm. we know better, right, Kevin? you're laughing, yeah, mos- mosquitoes yeah. are bad.
2: Yeah. But yeah. we're gonna dump a whole bunch of mosquitoes on <laughs> that are genetically
1: yeah. changed. I mean, yeah. it's the yeah. same
2: kind of thing. It's like this is all this is for your own good. Don't worry. We must, we know what we're doing. Trust us.
0: Yeah. Uh,
3: mosquitoes on steroids.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, what could go wrong?
3: No, nothing. <laughs>
1: And so, okay. it, did you guys hear Biden? They they, they called a clip on Biden. I uh, can't bring it up right now, but Biden just said on the open. You know, Biden just slurs; he doesn't even think about what he's saying. Yeah, as he speaks it's... the truth, he said, "We are going to." I'm paraphrasing, but we need to increase. Uh, we need to increase the do weapon activity in this country. We need to use more wow. energy weapon and cause more damage i'm not i'm not saying exactly what he said but i can pull the clip up here but if you go look for he said it said we need to increase the activity of this directed energy weapon we need to cause more damage we need to take out more more land and he said it openly and then of course you know the white house and what's that? Lapre or whatever her name is tried to walk, walk it, back. it back. How are you gonna walk
0: that? <laughs> you gonna walk the dew back. You can't walk it are, back. But, uh, yeah, that we're,
3: we're,
0: we're, yeah, we're trying to, uh, we're coming to an end here, guys, tonight. And, uh, yeah. I just thank everyone for coming on and watching. And, and just like Bob said, go check out, go check that out. Go look it up. You know, everything. We say don't don't believe it because we say it. be a Berean about it. Go out there and search the matter out and have it settled in your heart by the Holy Spirit. Right. And seek that out, because when it's settled in your heart, that's the foundations that are being built upon the rock. So you cannot be shaken because it's already been established in your heart. And um, mm-hmm. thank you again, everyone, for coming out and joining us. You know, without all of you guys here, we're just. Four watching <laughs> on the wall talking, talking with each with other, each. you know? Exactly so. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day because time is precious, right? It's the currency that we have of our lives. So thank the Lord mm-hmm. that you would spend it here with us tonight. If there's anything else anyone wants to
3: say before we close? Make sure you read, study to show thyself approves against Timothy 215. Make sure, make sure. Because yep. once you see the sign bridge out, thank you for traveling with us going to
1: be too late yeah mm-hmm. amen definitely do the word do the work yourself yeah okay. be a Berean. none of us are perfect here i've made mistakes before in the past i'm open about that okay and we don't know when the day of the rapture is going to be it could be tonight okay so we can't make you any promises all we can do is make a forecast based on the data that we can see, amen. We see right now amen. Amen. Be encouraged. Be
0: encouraged because they're excellent. Excellent. They're excellent forecasts and excellent go posts, you know, because I know the times are tough and people are weary. So it's very motivational. God bless you guys. Thank you so much again. See y'all later.